This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. I'm in a relationship with my insomnia at this point where, like, I can kind of shut it off when I want to, which is really cool because I've taken me many years to train it. But, like, I can drink coffee and then go to bed. But, you know, when I'm not doing so good in life, all I want to do is sleep, and it feels like I get no sleep. So, yay, head injuries. Um, But, hey, everybody, we're here. We're back. We're Second Chance Moped Podcast. We have a friend of the show, I think, you might have made a preview once before um, for your rally a couple years ago. Maybe, maybe not. Or that was Will. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, you two are never confused, but always confused, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> as the same person. Um, that's uh, that's high praise. That's high it praise. is. You both are very fine, fine gentlemen. Um, fine gentlemen. Um, but yeah, we're here with, uh, why don't you just introduce yourself a good, sir. Hey Jimbo, you know me. Um, I'm Derek. I'm from Black Pipes. Yeah. Um, Black Pipes is always this like mysterious gang that just had cool kids in it. Like that's been my experience with it all the way. Like first time I saw a Black Pipes sticker was Chris down at the Tampa rally and like just super nice guy. Mm -hmm. Um, he broke his collarbone there as well. Um, Chris and I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he broke his collarbone there. <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Didn't he? We he did. He got hurt there, I swear. Because his tire no. went into the spark plug. Or maybe I'm confusing it with somebody else there. I don't know. We might have. You might have to text him and ask him just so we get a okay. live report. We're going to get a live report on this. Um but yeah, everybody. Well, I know, I know uh, that wasn't the first time he broke his collar. Like his most recent one, yeah. this uh, the first time yeah. he broke his collarbone on a moped. But I think that was. Uh, I think that only happened like before I actually knew him. So like, fifteen years ago. Okay, um, because Johnny from the Daggers also hurt himself. I know he hurt himself in Tampa. Like, there's a lot of weird injuries that are. Was that moped spring break? You know, it's all, it's all, it's all just a wah, you know, it was, it was, it was in the before times in the long, long ago during Rona. Um, but yeah, everybody, I'll give you the report for moped riding during 60 degrees in Minnesota. None. I didn't ride one freaking bit. Why? Because I had the damn plague, not Rona, but like a cold went through like my building at work. Mm-hmm there was eight people out on Monday and this is on first shift. I think we have 30 people. So like, almost a, yeah, like almost a third of the workforce was gone and we had a machine like go down and my boss texts me, he goes, Jim, how bad is it? I'm like, well, it's pretty shitty, but why what's up? He goes, they're having trouble with the automation on one of the machines. I'm like, fine my my fever broke i can come in so like yeah I, I went into work sick and that was it was yeah because i'm an idiot and i'm a whore for money is what i am really i mean it's relatable yeah those gimmicks they call bills that come every month they don't stop they don't yeah. ever stop so yeah but yeah i've been playing uh playing work all week and um Doing a little planning for some other stuff involved mopeds. I'm getting pretty excited for building gather. Um, so Chad's got a like a Ninja Turtle emulator, which uh, 
yeah, it's the original uh, Turtles in Time, I believe, the video game. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, maybe one of the top three arcade games ever. Well. I mean, I was never a real big arcade kid, but like I know it was at Skating World in Mankato. And like I played the shit out of it, that in pole position. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I think maybe I'm too dumb to play video games. I always have a really hard time with them. I just, I've never said I was good now. I've got one game I was kind of good at, and that's Galaga. But other than that, dude, nah, I got nothing. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't have any. I suck at it. I. Why do I find that kind of hard? Not even pinball. You seem like a pinball guy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm especially bad at pinball. Oh, wow. The God. ball, just, I don't understand how pinball is supposed to work. The ball just goes, like if the ball is going between the, 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 the things. Paddles. The, paddles. the paddles. How do you stop that from happening? Yeah, there's a lot of geometry and science and wizardry going on. I don't understand it either, dude. Because like, some people can't. And I yeah. just, I I don't get how that works. I want to believe I have decent hand-eye coordination, and I can't get the shit to work either, dude. I, you, you got me. You got me. I tried playing pinball so many times. And you're like a pretty good artistry type of person. You have good I, hand-eye coordination. I think I do, but then I play pinball, and I'm, I'm you know, humbled. Yeah, yeah. So that's... You know, that's our humbling sport for the winter, maybe. A uh, pinball, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the or, thing about- uh, I got this I got this thing. I mean, this isn't really good podcasting where I'm Oh, dude, who cares? Like the, the thirty people that will listen lists in two years. To show you something that the listeners you know what? Let's not even describe what this is. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, I, I, I see it. This is just this is just for me and you two. Okay, um, and yet you don't like pinball. That's very interesting because these. I'm I'm gonna respect Derek's decision to keep this between him and I, but like <laughs> this is definitely a in the pinball realm of games. Like it's hand-eye yeah, coordination. Right. Yeah, it's but, it's pretty much. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's very similar. Yeah, you know, um, like hmm. even this part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same fucking mechanism. Matter of fact. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, this, we we that, can see, move I, on off I this never, subject. I never got. I always wanted to be good at uh, that game and yeah. um, pool. And I have uh, officially retired from pool. Um, oh, right. I know this story. Yeah, I'm you, 2-0. And oh. You're 2-0 and oh at the zero shop. Yeah, I ran the fucking table on the zeros. So, like, You know, there's something to be said about the rule of three. Ooh. You know? But, but what about if you're undefe- on a high if point? You're, if you're three and three, is that how you say it? Three and three? Three and oh. Undefeated. Three and oh. Right, right, right. Three and zero. That kind of, you know, yeah, you're two and zero, sure. But see, the thing that makes me a little nervous, 
I'm going to say all the stars <laughs> coordinated on those days that I got that I ran the Andy Scouting. I owned him. I mean, uh-huh. if he would have put up money, I would have had all of his monies and all right, of his right. mopeds. It, it, right. There's no stopping me. And I'm afraid that can never be duplicated. So why, why try? Why try? Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting on any pressure or anything. I'm just saying rules of three. Praise Dale. Um, rules of right, three. Dude. You're right. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to mull this over, meditate on it, and I'm gonna. I'll get back to you on this. Although uh, I guess, if, I guess if you if you phrase it like in a best of three contest, you've already won. I have best two out of three. I'm two and zero, baby. Yeah, two out of three is still winning. I mean, me, me Lope always said two out of three ain't bad. I mean, why not? So you know what? I'm I'm sorry for even like casting doubt on your. Hey, cool dude. billiard yeah. supremacy because hey. i mean the twins we won you our first nothing to prove. the minnesota twins your baseball guy we won our yeah. first um postseason playoff game in at best two out of three and we won so there you go then we got then we got spanked the next round but you know yeah. i still remember 91 series that was probably the happiest i was ever at a child as a child yeah. watching game seven ten ten innings Go guards. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, there's actually a really great AAA stadium not too far from my house, and I'm ashamed to say I've never been to a game. You know, it's it's tough to get to a AAA game. Yeah. Um, even if you're, even if you live close to it, it's like <laughs> you just got to have nothing going on in a day, and that's exceedingly rare. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, the older you get, it's not that you have exciting stuff going on. It's just you get these damn things called responsibilities that you have to take care of. Yeah. It's way the fuck overrated. But we're get, we're done talking about adult stuff. We're going to talk about you. And here uh-huh. on Second Chance, the Moped Podcast, <laughs> we, um, we're we looking at fans now. Um, here on Second Chance, Moped Podcast, we go people through people's moped journeys. I eat the very first time that I ever saw a moped. Um, to the Smile Ride, Middle Parlor Journey, and What's Like Today. And we're also going to talk about your little business adventure you got going on. But, Derek, what is your very first memory of ever seeing a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but you can conceptually remember that was a moped. Well, I have uh, a boring story and a slightly less boring story. I hope it's ultimately dull. Okay, so the thing that got me into mopeds, uh, like, like my my sister started dating this dude that was into like scooters and stuff, and uh, somehow he wasn't into mopeds, but he was into like cool, like you know, the moped adjacent stuff. Um, two-stroke stuff and whatever mm-hmm. but anyway through that grapevine uh my sister showed me the hollywood holt throw a kit video oh awesome where'd you guys grow up uh youngstown ohio okay um so that was like my first exposure to like moped culture and i was instantly just like oh fuck this is for me i need this in my life 
Um, but after years of fucking with mopeds, I have this memory of, I must've been like, maybe like eight or nine. And my grandma likes to go to garage sales and buy junk and, you know, like we all do. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember, I think she must've found like a Tomos, uh, silver bullet or something. Cause I remember her having a bicycle that, uh, she got at like a garage sale that I remember had, it had a motor on it. It was really hard to pedal. It was like, it felt like really heavy. And, uh, I remember it being silver. So I think it was a Tomos. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously never, never got it running. I wasn't old enough to like, uh, even know if the engine that it had was like a real engine and not like plastic, (laughs) but so the allure was there is what you're saying. You tried, I'm guessing you tried pedaling it a whole bunch of times. Uh-huh. Never got it running. Yeah. 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 No, it was, it was too big for me. Like my feet didn't reach the ground on it. Oh, That's how awesome. that was. Yeah. And I was trying to pedal it, but it's a moped and I was a tiny child. And uh, yeah. Yeah. But it, it had to have been a Tomos or something silver that's kind of the only thing that makes sense like because i doubt you had a pook top tank no it wasn't a top tank yeah it was definitely a a silver step through yeah well they had beer spirits but whatever yeah we'll go with pook or we'll go with tomos your ohio they're all over the place there Yeah. yeah so what's the second less disappointing story that involves oh that was that was both stories i told both stories (laughs) right on so what actually what was the first time you actually got to ride a moped um first time i actually got to ride a moped let's hear about the smile ride that's what i want to hear about that was the second moped i ever bought um so i bought after seeing the the throw a kid video the next day i bought a motor mccann on craigslist Mm. um non-running for a hundred bucks um could not get that running just didn't have the the uh, mechanical aptitude to figure that one out so i instead uh sold that and i bought a running Pook Maxi with a ZA50, which is actually um, it's the same bike as the Maxi I have now. That's pink. Awesome, dude. That's rad. You've had it that long. Yeah. Um, what was the question? The question was, what was the very first time you got your smile ride? Oh yeah, just when I test drove my my pink maxi when yeah. i bought it um was it pink when you got it or was it silver no it was it was like a pretty mint uh gold maxi with nice. like the uh the green and blue stripes on it mm-hmm. it's actually yeah, yeah. identical it's identical to the maxi that gabby has that's what i was gonna ask you if it was a pretty similar lat all right yeah. so you, you got your za you got rolling uh what are you 
like what time i'm still a nerd for time frames and like ages when you got into it like how old were you what year was this um that would have been the summer of 2007 okay um because i remember i bought the motobicane and then i went to college which was like an hour away and i didn't bring it with me um because like the the, the mode of, oh you know maybe it was maybe it was later maybe it was 08 yeah i think it was 08 anyway um yeah summer of 08 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> that was it so you very, had so very exciting so podcasting yeah, yeah i do no worries that's that's what i dig like it's not doing that uh at the rally trying to get to know people it's actually like people having to think about their lives and stories and it's, yeah. yeah dude no worries um so you got that bike you didn't you said you didn't bring it to college summer of 08 what were you doing just riding around or did you find any type of scene going on yeah like... I, was, I was just riding around by myself and i would do like pretty like long rides i would do um on my 23 mile an hour maxi that i knew nothing about like fixing because uh, you know it ran when i bought it um i would take this thing and i would ride from youngstown where i was living to kent which is like i don't know how many miles that is it would be it would be like maybe an hour drive in a car maybe a little less mm -hmm. um and i would just ride out there and go hang out with my buddy and i would like <laughs> i i would just like put it in the bike rack nice uh, outside of his dorm and man it was just so fun. like no helmet no no glasses course, dude just like it's a bicycle but it has a motor and it goes 23 miles an hour that's screaming on a bicycle yep so i was just like yeah this is sweet i can go anywhere i want and uh yeah i was just like <laughs> i did i probably did more i probably did more riding that year than i have since it was just like it was so new and like thrilling to just you know, be riding a bicycle, but not have to pedal. Yeah. Getting lost on a moped is something I still kind of wish I could do. You know what I'm saying? Like the first time yeah. you kind of start, ex you get more than like two miles away from your house. Mm -hmm. You're not looking at the phone and like, especially me, like I had moved to St. Paul and I'd been here for a few years and I got a, my mopeds running their stock hobbits and yeah. I was getting up in the Northern suburbs. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I am. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's Minnesota. You can't get yeah. that lost. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, you're going to run into a highway. You're going to figure your shit out. But it's like right. that thrill of kind of getting, like, I think this road will get to me where I need to be. Like, yeah, there's there's a beauty in that that I, I miss. Oh, for sure. It's, it's the adventure. And it's the, mm -hmm. like, how am I going to get myself out of this situation? Kind yeah. of a thrill, you know? 
I think that's some of the fun of going to rallies in towns you've never been to for me. At yeah. least like, I mean, we'll talk about Chicago and stuff later, but like that was, I just had fun getting yeah, being it. silly and getting lost in a city and a very nice and up and coming city. I will say that very, you know, they got a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if they, if they keep their head down and, you know, just one foot after another, they, yeah. they'll get somewhere. They'll get they'll get it together, you know. It's mm-hmm. up and coming. Um, but so you were riding around by yourself, doing your thing. Um, were you like mechanically inclined at all at this point? Or you know, I was, um, but I would. I spent a lot of time in the garage with my dad when I was. Uh, you know, mostly driving age to, mm-hmm. you know, when I went off to college. So for like two years, um, my dad and I, and for longer than that, really, but like, I didn't have a car until I was 16. So I um, wasn't super, you know, paying attention to what I should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so my dad and I would work on my car a lot. And he would show me like, how to change wheel bearings and you know just basic stuff uh, we installed a lift kit on my jeep wrangler that was fucking sweet dude that's awesome uh, and just like watching him um like take out the oxyacetylene torch when like the bolt just is rounded off and it's never going to come out with tools yeah it, it like, can't be a bolt if it's liquid you know yeah and, yeah. and like i think like seeing that kind of stuff firsthand and like knowing what is possible in a home garage um, sort of scenario was was pretty important because um, it was just like yeah I mean if my dad can do that I can do that yep. so you know that's a, that's an interesting way of looking at it, dude that's awesome yeah I mean like sure do it at home why not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that in me, but I just didn't have the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes, you know, every time something breaks on a moped, you fix that thing and then you know how to fix that thing. And eventually that number of things adds up over time and you can call yourself a mechanic. Sure. <laughs> we, I, I still struggle with the, with the mechanic side. Um, I do and I don't, it's weird. Like, Believing I know all this stuff still is still, if I'm under no pressure, I can't fix anything. If I'm under a ton of pressure, I can fix it right away. I, I'm weird like yeah. that. Deadlines, deadlines help. And I mean, yes. that's kind of job is too. Like your yeah. day job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to pressure all the time. So, yeah. Um, but you kind of roll around, you kind of did your own thing when was the first time you saw any sort of a scene in your little area of ohio have you been looking at moped army at this point or no i didn't know about moped army um i'm not the best at using the internet it happens Uh, so the only reason i know about moped culture at all is because of chris cachera um because I got a moped and he was like, dude, what, 
what is it? I need one of these things. This mm-hmm. is so sick. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like if you had one and I had one, then like we could start a gang and <laughs> like, it'd be so cool. Um, and so I sold him one that I had bought. I bought like four bikes off of Craigslist for 300 bucks or something, yeah. you know? And uh, one of them was a E50 Maxi. I think it, it was also gold. So we had like matching gold maxis. Um, but he put a boss pipe and maybe like a 15 Shaw or something mm-hmm. on his otherwise stock maxi. And all of a sudden his bike was way faster than mine. <laughs> and I was just like, oh fuck. <laughs> like you could, first of all, you can make these faster. Second of all, like I'm gonna base my whole life around this now. <laughs> yeah. Um, because <laughs> I just like up to that point, I just I saw them how everybody else sees them as just like these disposable, sort of like quirky junk novelty items. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw you can actually like make them faster. That's a possibility, and I was like, okay, shit, <laughs> it's it's fucking odd now. And uh, he found out about Moped Army through, like, you know, figuring out what pipe to get and stuff. And then through that, uh, we we ended up going to our first rally. I think it was maybe uh, 2009, like spring 2009. It was the uh, switch hand signal rally in Pittsburgh. See, that secretly is the coolest gang name ever and i don't know why i love it so much but like i just fucking love that name for a gang switch hand signal i don't know why it's just, yeah it's pretty good it's catchy it, it flows off the tongue nicely yeah i don't know it's just yeah. but like you were talking about <laughs> something there a little bit ago like you know we all hear about the smile ride like i think you can have multiple if you will, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like I had mine, like the, when I first got my bikes going, like, this is awesome. This is great. And then first time yeah. I threw like a kit on a bike, which was like a Stocko Shaco. And I went yeah. like 40. I was like, I had a shit eaten grin on my face. And like, I went into my three season porch and I was married at the time. Still my ex-wife mm-hmm. was like, I've never seen you smile like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That was it's the day our marriage was over. Definitely. No, I was <laughs> it was probably over before that, kids. Don't worry. <laughs> well, the fact that she had never seen you smile like that before, that that was probably that was probably the moment she realized like I have never truly made Jim happy the way that a moped makes him happy. Yeah, not but, I don't think I found anybody to make me happy like motors and cars and stuff like people are so disappointing and i know that oh, motors will disappoint me sad. in a different way yeah <laughs> as happy as i am i'm very cynical too yeah well that's such important is, to be a little cynical it's such as life but back to you in your um switch hand signal rally yeah i want to hear all i want to hear about that like the first time you went out in a big group Man, it was so fun. Like, 
I remember at that point I had I had uh, an E50 because the ZA just seemed like too scary um, to mess with. And I started mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I was really doing kits or anything by then, but I was like starting to try to make my bike faster. I might've just had like a, it's not a bi-turbo, but it looks just like a bi-turbo. Um, and they have them for pooks. I, I forget what it is, like a Technogas or something, some, some junk pipe. Um, so I go to this Pittsburgh rally and like, you know, Youngstown's got a couple hills and uh, my bike wasn't very good on those. So <laughs> the Pittsburgh rally, I was just like pedaling a lot and <laughs> just like trying so hard to keep up with the pack. And, uh, and single speed not, life, baby. Single speed, no idea how to tune a bike at all. And just like throwing fast parts on it to try to do something, but having no knowledge whatsoever. Um, yeah, but I think I managed, I managed to stay with the pack. I don't remember getting in chase or getting too lost, but, uh, yeah, dude, it was it was awesome. We went to Canton Avenue and I remember fucking uh, Nate Bandit had the, do you remember Nate Bandit? And do you remember the, the FA 50 thing that he built? Nate was a little before my time. Yeah. The whole Bandit okay. scene was before my time. I figured. Well, so Nate Bandit was like one of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever met. That's all uh, I hear about Nate. He was so fucking cool. And like all of his builds were like genius. They were so sick. One of them was it was an FA50, uh, I think, and it had a I think it had a Hobbit engine on it, but it was like sort of slammed and like really low to the ground and just fucking cool as shit. And uh, so switch hand signal takes us to Canton Ave. It is the steepest residential street in the United States. Oh, Jesus. It's like a 30% grade or something crazy. Yeah. Um, like the the sidewalk is literally a staircase. Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I hate it's hills. Crazy. I it's hate crazy. Them. It's, it's insane that they built a street on this hill. It's it's wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So switch hand signal takes us to the bottom of Canton Ave and they were just like, all right, like, see if you can, you know, we're going to hang out here and just like, see who can make it, you oh. know, like a hill climb hour. We were there for like an hour and somehow like the cops didn't show up. There was no like issue. Uh, so people are taking turns, you know, going up this thing some one at a time some like two or three at a time and it's just like fun people are like getting a third of the way up and just like losing steam altogether mm -hmm. and like falling over and it's <laughs> really funny to watch and nate bandit goes he he starts his turn he goes halfway up comes to a complete stop like puts his feet down yeah. looks back he like looks back at the the crowd that's sitting at the bottom of this hill and then he just turns back around and then goes the rest of the way back up 
oh just this is a cool just like, kid move. oh that my fucker. god that's the coolest shit i've ever yeah. seen <laughs> it was like ice cold like like you guys can't tune for shit and just yeah. like <laughs> from a stop halfway up can't have just zipped right up it it was awesome <laughs> it was so sick dude that's freaking rad <laughs> so you guys go to let rally you have fun um uh-huh. you, know, you see how poor of a tuner you are at least uh yeah did what like what changed after that rally for you like i know for me like it was a group ride that changed my whole aspect about mopeds but like what changed for you because it doesn't sound like there was much of a scene besides you and your buddy uh did you guys just start riding around more as a group yeah we started um so we were both in college at the time uh and then we started just like recruiting our friends um like i don't know if you ever met christian but he was a early edition um and like chris was in a metal band with him so that's how we knew christian and then uh tom sabolsky he was just like some dude that also went to school with us and like he left a note on one of our mopeds that was like chained up on campus he's like hey i got, i have a moped too let's <laughs> let's ride so yeah, like see, that's awesome dude rode out to his house and we like went on a big ride through the metro park here and like you know tom's been one of my best friends ever since and that was you know fucking uh like by leaving a note on somebody's fucking moped <laughs> Yeah. Dude, those I love those random encounters with people on mopeds. Like mm-hmm. that shit that shit makes me so warm and fuzzy on the inside. Dude, it's great. Like mopeds are responsible for some of the best things in my life. And yeah. I'm eternally grateful yeah. to these stupid little bikes. Yep. Yeah. Dude, you're preaching the word. Like that's mm. the best and greatest things that have happened to me because of like mopeds. Even the shitty things are like take none of them back. It's fucking rad. Yeah. Um but so you guys, where are you guys kind of based out of at this point in your moped journey? Is it, uh, it's not, it's not, uh, Cleveland. It's not, it's not Cleveland. It's Youngstown, Ohio, um, which is where I s- still am. Um, where's that relative to Cleveland? So, because I am very ignorant to Ohio. It's dead center between like Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Okay, so you're a little you're uh, I'm an hour east. from Cleveland, I'm an hour from Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm I'm basically right on the uh Pennsylvania border uh-huh. on the Ohio side. Nice. Okay. That, um yeah. But yeah, so we were we were based out of here for a while for for most of our time as a moped gang. And then um like people graduated from college and then most of the people that uh, were here moved up to Cleveland. And then we already had Hope, who was living there, and some other people. So now we just consider ourselves a Cleveland moped gang, even though uh, we started in Youngstown. Um, so you hit that switch in signal, um, and you, you're around that old nine group of people getting into mopeds. Um, mm-hmm. 
few questions I wanted to ask. Talk about your bike dumb. Because I actually had see one of these days people are gonna make merch again. And I and I wanted to make um I wanted to make like a stick figure drawing of a moped and just put dumb uh-huh. across it. And then I found uh-huh. out you had a fucking bike called dumb and I'm like, oh people yeah. are gonna think I took that idea, but I still might do this eventually. Well, um, if you do, my lawyer lawyers will be in touch. Okay. Well, see, this won't be a top tank, so I'll be able to get away with it. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it, Jim! That's my IP. <laughs> well, dude, I'm glad. So I, well, you're you're one of the cooler cats and mopeds, and like you got a new bell helmet, and I got a new bell helmet after my accident, yeah. and I almost bought the same one as you, but um it doesn't matter anymore because mine got stolen the other week out of my car. What? Yeah. My brand new one. Fucking great. Yeah. 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 Well, that's so Yeah. I'm I was like, that. well, it happens, you know, I'll just wait till close out here in a couple weeks from Dennis Kirk or somebody like that. And get uh, a cheap helmet. No more, no more nice things for me. Just shows I can't yeah. have nice stuff. That's a bummer. Yeah. Those helmets are not cheap. No, I think I got this on sale for like 220 bucks, mm-hmm. but it was still like, dude, it's like lighting 200 bucks on fire. It's like, sure, it's yeah. fun, but like, I still want that 200 bucks back. Dude, uh, yeah, I, that hurts. Yeah. Um, But why don't you talk about your bike, Dumb? Well, what do you want to know about it? How did it become... And why is it retired? And why don't you bring it back? Um. Okay. So dumb is a dumb is a uh, Pook Magnum that's gone through a lot of uh, changes over the years. Um, I've done multiple engine swaps on it. Uh, it started life out as a regular. I think it was a MK2 Magnum with a ZA. I swapped that out to an E50. Um, then I then I think it changed back to a ZA. You know, easy peasy swaps. Then I did uh, a Hobbit conversion and built like this fun um, hot boy hobbit setup um but this was like man i haven't done a hobbit since then and the the hobbit tech has gotten crazy like there's so much cool stuff you can get yeah uh that like like we i could barely get my hands on uh those molossi race gears and i'll say this could you get those to work could you get the Molosi race gears to work? Because I've tried them and I actually go slower with them. Yeah, they're they're just too tall. They're geared too tall. There's like, I don't know. Maybe if you had like a, um, what's that like liquid cooled thing you can get now for hobbits? The stage the six. stage six, maybe maybe yeah, that'll pull it. Maybe maybe it would make sense with like that level of power but anyway so did the hobbit setup it was like a 65 mile an hour 
Hobbit. Nice. When it was when it was that. Um, and then I I got bored with the Hobbit stuff, so I cut that off, and I welded Pook mounts back up to it. Uh, and that's what it is right now. Um, it was most recently a ZA50 Polini. Um, I forget what happened to that engine. It I don't know, something something went horribly wrong. <laughs> well, I remember and, like, and the reason why it's dumb is because it's an all black bike, bike, you guys, and it has "dumb" written across the top of the tank. So yeah, yeah. And I remember, I remember what were you you were thinking about doing? E fifty swap. You're gonna do something just weird, like just funny weird. You're gonna get. I want to make it. A, I want to do a Solex swap on it. Was well, you're gonna do something just even. Solex would be funny. Um, weren't you gonna do like a sax swap to it, but you could put a spacer and make make it a pook cylinder? Oh. <laughs> you were gonna do something awesome like that that like that would been fucking. I think. Yeah, we were talking about this at the last rally that we were at. I think. Yeah. Because I saw that. I think I saw that they have some sort of like adapter where you can run a poop kit on a sax engine. I think that's what it, I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And I thought it would be really funny to take my currently set up for a uh, poop engine magnum, yeah. convert it to sax engine mounts and then run a poop kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's even better than the Solix idea, but you know you're the <laughs> one who has to do it. the work. <laughs> it might be that's pretty funny, dude. I think because you just you get so many new guys and like just derby boys walk up to it like, dude, that's dumb. Why didn't you put a derby on it? You should have called Ed Manhart and have him weld some mounts on for you. Oh man, <laughs> that would be that would be really that would be sinister, dude. I. My problem is I have all these ideas of stuff I want to do. I like Will in your club. Like I had so much like Will's a rad guy, funny, and I have a lot of respect for him. And he yeah. went to Chicago with a sax. And yeah, I was like, of course. fuck yes, Will. Fuck yes. And like he just got like four more cool kid points. And like, yeah, just. Yeah. I'm going to start running. Will D is the coolest person I know by a mile. <laughs> um, I just want to start running weird shit next year. Like I'm Yeah. Yeah, just weird slow stuff. Like it's it's twenty four is the year of the weird. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm all about I don't really I don't care about going fast anymore. No. I I kinda wanna get back to like I think it would be really fun if you had a gang of all Magnum X's like stock. Maybe throw a there, Maybe Are they throw out light. there anymore? Yeah, they're out there. I mean, um, our dude LT just found one on Facebook Marketplace for like next to nothing. Nice. Ohio still has good junk. It's just getting a little harder to find. Yeah. Like, I just don't have the balls to do it, but like, 
I just want to show up to some rallies next year with a stock moped and just like, hey, you guys, Dude, tell me. I'll tell do me that with some... you. Okay. I'm going to be like, guys, just give me some points where you're going to be at, and I'll try to get there. Otherwise, Dude, that sounds That sounds fucking awesome, yeah. to be honest. Like, having a buddy to do it with, that would be fucking sick. Yeah. Maybe doing it by yourself would be cool, too, but I don't know. I feel like you go to a rally for the like social aspect of it mm-hmm. but yeah like dude fuck going fast i want to like i want to go 23 again yeah and like smell the air and like yeah. have a bike that's quiet mm-hmm. and just like you know it's a bicycle you don't have to pedal yeah yeah that's dude, what like, i that's what i want to like bringing a stock chow and just fucking run it rocking that dude like yeah yeah I wouldn't, great. Ex- I wouldn't expect you to do that at your rally. Um, that you kind of threw a little teaser out earlier this year, or late, is it later this year? Maybe that's, uh, no, not this year. No, be... no, no, but you threw a teaser out on your Instagram page. Yeah. It, it was late this year. Yeah, that's yeah. when you did. I had to, I had to word it right. But like, yeah, dude, because after like, I'm not sure when Baker's is gonna be, but but yeah, dude. First, like non rally, you're kind of halfway responsible for that. We're both at, dude. Yeah, let's let's rock mm-hmm. some stock bikes. You know, speaking of our rally, yes, I was just thinking there's gonna be a a total solar eclipse that goes directly over Cleveland uh, in April this year. Oh. Or April 2024. Um, but it's on like a Wednesday. Or like a... It's during the week. Yeah. But I think it would be really cool. And it's also April in Cleveland, which is, you know, could be could be fine, could be... Two feet of snow. Two feet of snow. You, you never yeah. know. It's a Midwest city in April. You don't know what the hell you're going to get, dude. But I think it would be cool to do the moped rally during the eclipse i think if you could plan it right it would be rad as hell but like you getting all that stuff to line up yeah Our, doing a ride would be really cool like just say hey we're doing yeah a ride. maybe we'll just do that like plan out like whoever can get there because you guys that's the one thing i'm jealous of you guys like the whole ohio scene like mm-hmm. for east coast you guys are so close to everything yeah it's pretty it, easy and like even what's six hours for travel to go to a moped rally? Nothing. I mean, no, no. yeah, especially, I mean, some people it's a long, I get it. Not everybody likes to be in the car that long, but like if you're a traveler, like I am, you are mm-hmm. for rallies. It's like six hours is nothing. It takes me six hours to get to Chicago. It's like, and then I can get to places. So it takes me six hours to get out of bed in the morning. Oh, <laughs> um, but, That's true. So you talked about a little bit. Uh, Black Pipes having a return to Jinko Island May of 2024, it sounds like. Something like that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw that and I was very excited because I um, I had a lot of fun at your guys' rally. It was, Thanks, uh, yeah. I'm glad I, you did. It was, um, <laughs> I had never been so close to running out of gas in a moped without running out of gas. Like my Hobbit will run out at 
point like if I'm out of gas and I fill up, it's point seven six gallons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I filled up at point seven six gallons and I was still running. So like, oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Jim perfect. Henry gas tank worth of life. yes. <laughs> But no, Please it was fun in the sun. I was a little disappointed I didn't get a hot beef because I was told that uh, Cleveland was known for their hot beef sandwiches. I think it was or Rubens. What Tell you what, it? I've never had a hot hot um, cor- corn beef. Yeah, corn beef. I've never had beef. that. I Dude, don't know. I don't know. You're what, slipping. It, maybe I mean, Hoke's never taken me to get hot corn beef. Yeah. So how Talk good to, could it be? Yeah. Will was Will's the one who told me about this, I think. Will's not from Cleveland. <laughs> He's a doctor, damn it. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's uh, wealthy. I would I I would have him do open heart surgery on me any day of the week. And that is a threat. <laughs> and that is <laughs> coming to a rally near you. <laughs> Will D's open, open heart <laughs> surgery for Mir. <laughs> He cauterizes your wounds with the uh, a fireball that he's spitting out of his mouth. Dude, that was <laughs> that was so fucking rad. His yeah, yeah, fi- fireball uh, oh antics. Oh my god, yeah, so funny. Well, dude, she got weird at the rally, and that was everything I loved about it. Whether what? we. Uh, define weird to me because i'm weird as in like fireballs uh conga lines around a couch burning um everybody getting really excited to go to the goth bar yeah <laughs> there was no goth bar it was just like <laughs> <laughs> which it was a cool bar don't get me wrong but it was like yeah. the the closest thing to goth is all of us and i think we actually rode by the goth bar aka the gay bar and i like why didn't we go there? Like, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, sometimes Cleveland's the city of dreams and you just gotta sort of like exist in a dream world where reality and logic doesn't really make sense. Dude, it was a beautiful time and I have no complaints at all. It was, uh, yeah. everything worked out beautifully the way I was supposed to uh, at your rally. Oh, yeah. But we're gonna talk Second thing we I said we were going to talk about, and we'll keep rolling, um, is your neon sign business. And I oh. know the Zeros got one from you. Um, yeah. How are things going with it? And, like, when, one day when I get out of that perpetual credit card debt, I am going to have commission something from you. But, you know, you know, things keep popping up, like car insurance or roof deductibles or, you know, had to buy a new car. You know, life happens. Um how back how busy are you right now with that and why don't you kind of title everybody what you're doing i'm sorry i'm full over the place okay so i um have been teaching myself how to make classic neon signs for the last uh about a year and a half um i i was fascinated with neon and took the plunge and bought out a whole neon shop, like a turnkey neon shop, all the equipment and like materials and stuff that I needed to uh, 
light up a tube of glass and i've just been like obsessing with it and teaching myself and catching little nuggets of wisdom from from uh, people that know better than i do uh, and it's been fun uh i'm i'm really like it's one of those things where like i I have a lot of work to do and it would probably be like maybe two weeks worth of work for a seasoned, uh, like neon man. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like one thing takes so long because it's like, it's going to take me a couple attempts to get it perfect. It's going to take like extra time to actually do all the work because I'm self-taught and I'm, I'm just kind of like getting my feet wet and figuring it out, but it's so fun. It's, it's the hardest thing I've ever tried to learn. It's eternally humbling. Like sometimes you'll be, sometimes I'll be doing something that I've done literally a thousand times and it will just explode in my hands for seemingly. And, uh, then you just, you can't get mad. You just got to get like a new piece of glass and start over. And I love it. It's, it's exactly everything I've always wanted to do. It sounds like there's a lot of, no, let me just ask for even being more novice. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of variables to it is like, is it your glass suppliers that there's variances between um, your sand or your sand? It's sand you start with. How do you, what's like the process of like even starting with the glass? Do you get like raw tubes and heat them up? Like I know a little bit about glass manipulation, but like. Well, actually, um, let me go downstairs and I'll take you into my neon shop because I was lucky enough to be able to buy a building where I'm living in the apartment above it and uh, working in the neon shop below it. Dude, that's awesome. So, let me see, let me turn on some switches. Yeah, so neon starts out, you start with like typically a four foot length of glass. And the glass has either like phosphorus coatings on the inside that will give you like different hues of, of light. Um, like this is a repair I'm working on right now. This thing's pretty sweet. Again, yeah, super awesome. Not great for the uh, listeners. Ah, but like, isn't Use that your cool- imagination, people. Isn't that the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life, Jim? That I've been see. <laughs> no, that is very rad. But yeah. like, I grew up around like old vintage cars, like cars from the thirties, forties, fifties, and like neon shows that were like neon was actually really huge in the early nineties for like yeah. classic uh-huh. car shows. So like I, yeah. I've seen a lot of, I've been very lucky to experience a lot of life and I'm actually show, sending you a neon sign right now um, that you can look at after the show. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
But no, dude, that's that's super rad. So, um, when you say <laughs> that's I like that light light. Um, when you say you like do one thing that you've done a hundred times, but you it'll blow up mm-hmm. in your hand. Now, does weather make a change in how the glass behaves? Like the higher humidity, lower humidity, everything. Yeah, everything changes how the glass reacts. Like it's it's especially insane after like um spending so much time working with steel like learning how to weld and bend metal and all that shit and then like like thinking that some of those skills are going to cross over into to glass work no it's a completely you have to have such a light touch but also be like um I don't know. I feel like like working with glass is kind of like uh, like dealing with a dog that's not well trained. <laughs> like if you're if you're confident and firm, like it'll it'll pay attention and it'll do what you want. But if you show like the slightest bit of like uh, doubt or like fear, it'll bite you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's wild. It's Dude, so fun, awesome. Dude. Your your workshop is just lit up beautifully. I love it. Like, thanks. It's all definitely... neon. <laughs> um, no, dude. And I've since I've saw your stuff at the Zero Swap Meet last year. Like, very impressed. Really dug it. Except for your placement of your display right in front of the TV. Please don't do that again this year. I need to watch RoboCop, dude. You placed it right in front of the TV. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Mm, not in front of the screen. It was pretty close to in front of the screen. We'll we'll talk about placement next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna have to dig up a picture. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I you know I I don't think I would be that that inconsiderate, but I may have been. Well, I'll forgive, uh, I, I forgive you this time. We'll have to go over the plot holes in RoboCop 2. Um, hey, I'm ready. Dude. You name the time, you name the place. Well, I think it's February sometime this year, maybe. I don't know. I thought oh, yeah. Andy. I thought Andy announced it. But so right now, how far out are you looking for? If somebody wanted to get something for Christmas, is that possible? It's possible. Um, <laughs> maybe like one yeah. person could get something for Christmas. So uh, whoever listens to this show and you want a moped thing for Christmas, you better yeah. hit better hit my hit man up, Derek like, up, hit me up now. Like in the next when's this when when do you post this, Jim? I'm posting this tonight, dude, because usually like I try to do one a week and like that's all I was trying to get you dude on Tuesday. <laughs> like Friday tomorrow. If yeah. you have like idea that you want for Christmas, like email me because yeah. what's your email? Uh lightlight.neonshop at gmail, I think. Okay. Light light. Uh, I don't know. There's I think that's what it is. You better light, I'll even uh, throw an Instagram post for you. And That's... send send me your email, and I'll post it in the Instagram post for the Perfect. show. Yeah. Perfect. 
the I'll get going on the social medias. Um, so right now, how many hours a week are you working on your light business? I mean, you've got a regular job. Obviously, this isn't paying the bills yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday. Yeah. Um, how many? What is this like? Are you kind of 20, 30 hours a week type of deal? Um, so what I'm doing right now is um, I'm getting up early and walking downstairs and um, doing like two hours in the morning. Um, and then if I have any steam left at the end of the day, I'll try to do something at night too. But, um, you know, even if it's just like coming down here and like just doing a couple bends, just keeping stuff fresh, mm-hmm. um, it's better than not doing it. But yeah, so my, my day job is I'm a driver for UPS. So right now is especially uh that the holiday season starting to ramp up yeah i i'm thinking like that's what i was saying like i knew i knew what you did i didn't want to throw that out there but like yeah after thanksgiving that's when things get nuts for you guys isn't it yeah it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be crazy so that's what i'm saying like yeah time's gonna yeah. be tight my free time's <laughs> gonna be tight yep no, dude, I get it. Like you got, what's that expression? You got to make hay while you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can we went over the light business, dude, and it's rad that you're doing it and people can get stuff done in general. Like it's always nice to know somebody who does something unique like that. Like my friend's dad was a pretty famous glass blower. Like really? Yeah. Oh, David, David was fucking insanely talented. But like, and he had pieces in the Smithsonian and all that stuff. Oh yeah. But the problem with David was like, David passed away a few years ago. Like he was an old hippie and like he had smoked too much weed in his life where like, if he smoked it at all, he'd like have serious mental breakdowns and like have Mm -hmm. to like go away for a bit. It was suck because David was so insanely like this glass blowing was fucking just beautiful. Um, and like, I always found like artistry like that. Anybody who can like, even like a good potter or like Mm -hmm. just the physical aspect of anything like that. Just, I've always been jealous of like, yeah. So again, my hat's off to you, my guy. Um, what's your mopeds for plans for 2024? Did we kind of already decide them? It's the year of the 24 mile an hour bike. I'm, I'm down for that. Um, I got a couple of projects in the, uh, in the chamber. I got this, uh, I I think you saw it. Were you at the Toledo rally? Yeah. Uh, this past year. Yep. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. That, uh, that weirdo bike from dose that I got that, um, that orange step through with the, the Minerali P4. I think I remember that. Is it got little wheels? No. Well, it's got like sixteen-inch wheels. Okay. Did it? It's um. It's kind of like a like it's like a step-through dirt bike. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. It didn't run for very long. No, I was gonna say you ended up in the chase with uh, yeah. all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I'm, I'm still. I I, I want to take a second to tell Megan. 
I'm fucking disappointed in you. We could have stopped at garage sales. They're posted all over the place and you never did. Like why? Like you guys were too good at chase. You pick people up right away. The thing about chase is you got to make people wait, you know, 45 minutes to an hour building. Yes. Like I was chilling in somebody's front lawn. It was manicured to beat hell. It was beautiful. And I think they're a little concerned, but like they go, do you need any help? I'm like, Nope, I'm good here. Yeah, and then like three minutes later, Chase came. I'm like, "What the hell?" I I kind of wanted to scare the fine people of Cleveland. Oh man, yeah. (laughs) You need any help? (laughs) No, I'm just hanging out. (laughs) Like that isn't. You didn't even know for sure if you were broken down or if you just. Yeah. I figured they might have put two and two together if there's just a boat. Like, I'd leave eventually. I had wheels. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That uh, I never told anybody that part of it. I just. Uh, well, I, remember, I remember picking you up because uh, I think you broke down right after Gabby, right? Was it Gab? I think Gabby broke down, and then I broke down. Yeah, but you were you were only we picked Gabby up, and then we moved like half a mile down the road. <laughs> yep, yep, that's when my stator took a shit on me. So, man, that was a great rally. I really enjoyed that. That bar, I still can't believe how that is not how that bar is passed health inspections. Do they have health inspections in in Toledo? Yeah, of course. But you know what, Jim? Like the the dive bar is very prolific in Rust Belt, Ohio. Oh dude. Uh I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Don't yeah, get me it's, wrong. It's just like a like a pee pee soaked heck hole and you just yeah. gotta you gotta just like it. I found it fascinating how somehow it was lighter in the bar at nighttime than it was in the daytime. And I don't think any lights had gotten turned on. Like somehow physics and time and space like flipped. Like Mm -hmm. you could see better at night in that bar than you could in the daytime. It was just, it was a magical place, dude. Like thumbs up. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, And you're like, that's one thing I say to anybody throwing a rally. Don't bring people to nice places. We will fuck them up for you. Bring yeah. them to a shitty place that's, that like. That's a one. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the Zeros had it figured out. They brought us to a shitty place. They knew the, they knew the, uh, the, the. The, the, the cues, the cues. No. They the need card- the, 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 like the demographic. Yeah, we'll go yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. Like, got. Fantastic. Yeah, love. You love know, honestly, ones. that that might have been. Well, I don't want to start comparing and quantifying, but that was a very good rally. I, I think really... that that was definitely the friend rally. Like you saw all the friends, like. 
Chicago was fun. We we ended up in a couple of chases together this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I. I think the uh, I think Pittsburgh was the only rally that I actually finished the ride this yeah. year, and that's only because I brought my gyro. <laughs> well, and you've been at this way longer than me, but like, there's almost to a point now with rallies like, I'm not fixing i'm not trying to get my bike to run if it breaks i'm done like yeah dude i don't i don't even fix my bike when i'm at home like i uh i think it was (laughs) i think it was chicago uh gabby and i went to the chicago rally together and i show up so she lives in cincinnati i live in youngstown Uh, so i drove down to cincinnati and uh picked her up and then we drove to uh chicago together and (laughs) at one point she was like oh so you brought so you fixed your maxi and i was like what are you talking about (laughs) she's like oh you remember the last time you rode it it was like not running right and i'm like oh fuck (laughs) like i hadn't i hadn't fucked with it since the last time i we rode together and uh (laughs) I I brought basically a a, a dying bike, a yeah, broken moped to a rally, <laughs> and I forgot. That was like that was the first time I like actively brought or like actively was neglectful enough yeah. to bring a dead bike to a rally. That's fucking great. I don't know <laughs> if you saw how upset I was getting when people were bringing me parts to fix my bike for the Friday night ride, like. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, I was uh when I broke my throttle cable, people started handing me parts like, Jim, you gotta God damn it. <laughs> well, that was the other thing too, like at the Chicago rally, the Friday night ride, Gabby hit a pothole yeah. and went over her handlebars and ended up like tweaking the uh um the swing rear arm. wheel the swing arm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I know mopeds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like Saturday, she she didn't realize that she had really messed it up until like the ride was about to leave on Saturday. Yeah. And she's like, I can fix it before the ride leaves. And I'm like, nah. Like, no, you can't. Like, I think you, I walked just, up to you guys and like, do you guys just want to ride with us? <laughs> uh, that's what I was doing. I was like looking for like, <laughs> all right, can we maybe hop on Chase before it leaves? Can we like, <laughs> like, uh, like what what are we going to do instead? <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's like running around, like looking for tools and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's like a couple hours worth of work. Um, yeah. So like, let's... <laughs> Let's go and get Chinese. Like, even if she was able to get like the chain back on, it wasn't gonna stay on. No. Like so, you know, and then ended up having a really nice day with you guys, with you and Mars and the whole crew riding around in the van. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. Did you I guys like ever that. did you guys ever get your um charges figured out for the bike rentals? I don't know. I my phone had zero internet, so I didn't have to deal with any of that. Yeah. I think Gabby, um, oh yeah, no, yeah, okay. Gabby got like, so 
for the listeners. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, why so don't you we start? all we all met up at the pack at a beach, and Gabby had a great idea. She's like, "Let's all get e-bikes, and we'll it'll be funny. We'll all just roll up to the back. Awesome, great." Mm-hmm. But of course, you have to have an app to rent the e-bike, and Derek and I didn't have the app, and I think one nobody, other... none of us had the app. None of none us. Of us? From... Well, no, because if you could do it with the Lyft app, if you had the Lyft app, you could do it. Were they Lyft bikes? I thought they were yeah. like weird bikes that nobody. No, I'm pretty sure they're Lyft bikes, but it doesn't Maybe matter. They... We Derek and I both had to download shit. Mine, mm-hmm. I it took me forever. Got it. Um, I think Mars. Who else was me? You, Gabby, Mars. I don't know the other dude's name, but he's also from Pittsburgh. Um, I think it was Andy. I think no, not Silver. Anyways, yeah, I know. Yeah, but anyways, sorry. Apologies. We apologize. Apologize. I we'll call it Andy because there's a lot of Andys in the Pittsburgh crew. Um, that's that's your call. (laughs) We're gonna go with Andy. So, I finally got a download. Derek finally did dubs with uh, Gabby. Mm-hmm. We all we all start riding bikes up. And then the issue was, okay, well, how do we get stop getting charged? Um, I was able to lock mine, and the meter stopped. Mars locked his; the meter wouldn't stop. Gabby couldn't get hers to stop, and like it was a big yeah, freaking like half, half of the bikes we rented, like just kept charging us <laughs> after we had ended the ride mm-hmm. and gabby's was the worst of the bunch it was like like three hours of riding or something that yeah. they charged for and it was like literally we rode five minutes yeah honestly uh, getting the apps and everything else took longer th- than dude. yeah like i said it, it would have been so cool if it worked like how it does in the in the ads and stuff yeah but it didn't it took 10 minutes to download the fucking app because there was a million people around and I couldn't get service and you know, it's just a nightmare. Like the, the idea we was just fucking golden. We were experiencing the hell that is modernity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so we locked up, uh, I can't, Oh, poor Gabby for that. I hope she got a refund. Um, I think she did, but it took like weeks. I think was- Mars gave up on it. Cause <laughs> so that's Mars. He's just like, I don't care. Um, but no, dude, Chicago was fun. It was great. Hanging okay. with you two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Chicago mopeds riding. It was fun. Stock bikes, 2024. I great challenge people. all you people. Ooh, I still have a bunch of, um, uh, camera footage that I need to edit <laughs> from that and the Toledo rally. Yeah. I'll do that over the winter, though. That'll make it, like, you know, then you can watch it when it's, like, cold and shitty out and you can't, you haven't ridden a moped in in months. Do you post any of your stuff anywhere? Like, your videos? Like, I haven't, I know I'm, yeah, I feel like there's a candid one of me somewhere, but, like, yeah. There is a candid, there is a candid, there is some candid footage of you, Jim. Yes. Some incriminating footage of you. (laughs) Um. That I that is not on the internet. It only exists on the hard drive. Well, it exists <laughs> on the original tape, I'm sure, and then the hard drive on my computer. <laughs> um, 
but I mean, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do anything. Oh, dude, you know, like, no fucks are given. Um, <laughs> but what am I? I'm not gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Matter. Maybe maybe like one frame of that will appear in in something someday. Splice but... it in. Splice yeah. it in like 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 a, what? Yeah. Um. But no, dude, it'd be great to see. Do you get? But back to the original thing. Do you post any of your videos anywhere or? You know, I, I'm very sporadic with, like, I like to film mm-hmm. and just, like, acquire a bunch of fit footage and then, like, I don't know, I, I like I like making stuff um, for no particular reason, you know, like, I like, um, like, a lot of people at the Chicago rally were asking me, like, where I'm going to post all this footage and stuff, and it's kind of like, well, I'm probably going to edit this in, like, six months and uh yeah so it'll be it'll be on probably the black pipes instagram or uh that's probably where it'll you'll be able to find that eventually yeah but yeah i might i might do something longer throw it up on youtube i don't know i I like to i like to film a lot during the summer and then edit in the winter yeah because it's yeah why work on mopeds i mean Ohio, you know, yeah, you're kind of trapped in your house, so you have to have like, I'm like squirreling away like fun things to do, yeah, when it's like fun. <laughs> I I hear you on that, my guy. Um, did you figure out your um, email address for your Dion company yet? Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Actually, can I take a pee break? Well, I was gonna wrap us up, dude, because like, a, I gotta go to bed. B, dude, um, we're just getting started. Yeah, we've been on here for like almost an hour and a half. Yeah, well, I like talking to you, Jim. Oh, you make me feel all all good about myself. Um, are you gonna go to? Build- I know it's your busy season. Are you gonna be able to make it to Build and Gather this year? No, I've never been able to make it to a Build and Gather because every Build and Gather happens when it's busy season at work. Oh, I get but it. Man. I'm hoping you know maybe someday I'll just be a full time neon man and. I'll be able to do cool, fun things like that. Yeah. Well, you'll be able to get to the zeros uh, swap meet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. be there. Cause that's like February or something. Yeah. I think I'll fly in again because that's kind of the way to do it. Cause fuck, I can't, I got to talk to the zeros. I still have that ZA there. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> It's been at their shop or like, fuck, I got a ZA in like three frames there yeah i mean that that one frame that has all the autographs over it i feel like uh that's just zero's property now is it okay i think so yeah okay andy you can have but yeah because that has holes in the tank so yeah andy you can keep that one um there's a there's another silver you know what whatever dude i don't care like (laughs) (laughs) the other frame was actually supposed to be the donor frame for the ZA because that one has holes in the tank, but like, mm. you know, if if a zero needs a frame for a maxi, I, they can have it. Whatever, just yeah. Don't... I mean, they they don't really have a shortage of like junk that they can play with. No, no. But like, I want my ZA at least. So like, if I owe them yeah. rent, I mean, I guess I owe them rent. But yeah, whatever. Dude, I got a I got a Gila ZA with a roller bearing crank and all the like cool stuff ready to bolt up 
I haven't, I haven't, I haven't put gas in it yet. <laughs> how is, the, how is the Gila on a ZA motor? Like, I've never had a Gila ZA before. I've ridden one. Um, if you're familiar with the infamous uh, Ken Roth, no. Uh, oh man, you, you're not you're not really on moped army, huh? I am, and I'm not. <laughs> so the the two the two people that have the most posts on moped army are Will Delos, number one, with like. <laughs> 35,000 posts or something like that. Bless that man. And then in a close second is Ken Roth, who is this dude that also lives in Ohio, not far from, from Cleveland. Um, and he's like notorious uh, for being a little stinker and also like a very um, skilled moped tuner. Sounds about right. Um. But yeah, he uh, I, I I go to up to his house every once in a while. We hang out. He's uh, he's a great guy. He's a he's a character and a half. I feel like that's mopeds right there. If you're not, everybody's a little spicy in their own way in the moped community because we're all mm-hmm. a little fucking crazy and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, yeah, we we all have our quirks. Roth and Roth. Uh, definitely embodies that he's a very mysterious fellow he he won't let you take a picture of him <laughs> uh, he's he's so funny and just like he's a, one of the greatest crazy people that i know oh dude now you make me i i know it sounds like he never would go for it now i want to get him on my show like i Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. All I right. Could, I could, I could, no, nah, I don't know. No, I, don't, you I don't like need maybe, a. I feel like maybe I could talk him into it, but. It's not know. everybody's thing, dude. And that's okay. Like some people yeah. like, like to chit chat and talk and do <laughs> that. And some people like to build and do stuff like Mars, yeah. one of my better moped buddies, like he'll never be on the show. He's never listened to a moped podcast, any of them. He's like, <laughs> he goes, he might have listened to one, and that was the what? Upjet one because uh-huh. he wanted to hear, like, what people were saying. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was it was kind of him and Fred and Sabrina and some of the other people, they orchestrated that shit, and mm-hmm. Upjet had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck them. That's what I have to say. Um, well, yeah. Hey, uh, Johnny, we'll always have New York. That's uh, Johnny Dagger. <laughs> um, but nah, dude, like, I'm gonna. Did you figure out your email address for the late company? Yeah. Oh, I did. I opened my phone to a text message from Chris Hoke, and he says he only broke his collarbone twice that we know of. Okay. So. I thought- he may have crashed at Moped Spring Break. No, it was <laughs> Tampa. It was the Tampa Rally. Um, Tampa. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, mo- uh, l- so my neon shop is called Light Light Neon Shop. 
and my email address is correct I, as i stated earlier lightlight.neonshop at gmail.com so you hear that moped people if you want any moped thing before christmas you have to get a hold of them this weekend yeah yeah because otherwise yeah. no luck and like otherwise it. otherwise it's there's no way support the homie i mean it's not like he isn't busy as old can be, but like get get some neon, get some moped stuff, get it done. It is really cool. The yeah. uh, the the thing I made for the Wizards rally was really fucking sick. I would like to do more moped stuff. Yeah. So you hear that? He's asking. Make him do make make this man be swamped in moped stuff. So. Please. <laughs> but no, dude, your stuff you had downstairs was pretty dang rad. Uh, the photo I sent you. I wish it was lit up, but we were not Ooh. going through that town. It was from Arco, Idaho, the first town uh, illuminated by uh, nuclear power. Oh. What yeah, did you send that to me? Instagram? Yep. I never knew that town existed up until a couple years ago, but now I've been there like three, maybe four times. Ooh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, all right, Derek, I have to let you go because I need to edit this and get this up. Um, thank you so much for coming on Second Chance of Moped Podcast. We've been trying to do this for a long while, but I've been dumb. Um, thank you so much for having me, Jim. It's been a, it's been a pleasure of a lifetime. Oh, thank you, my good guy. Um, I will see you most likely at the zeros. We're going to talk more about riding slow bikes at rallies. Cause I think I'm, I'm about that. I, t I flirted with it last year. I think this year we get it done. Fucking like yeah, 25 sure. mile an hour club, 24 mile I'm, an hour club. hundred percent committed to you. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and don't forget Derek mopeds are dumb. Later. <laughs>